0: Let's get this bitch started. I
1: said we got this. Flow stupid yet the rhyme so brilliant.
0: Never could you bring the kid down. I'm too resilient and fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a resilient. That's one in a million.
1: Too high for ceilings is how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these thug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in
2: the making no need for ovens when you're waking yo 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 welcome back
1: to another episode of the hip-hop heads podcast hq
2: up in this bitch yes sir we back with another episode man and this week we got two special guests with us man we got my man drew and we got my man los in the house man what's going on what's going on man how y'all doing man appreciate y'all for coming on thanks for coming through fellas yes sir yes sir so we've been kind of teasing y'all a little bit for the last couple weeks and honestly due to a lot of just probably more so bullshit on our end really we wasn't able to to get this done until now but we're going to talk about donda talk about clb and also talk about a couple other little things here and there but we definitely want to uh get into talking about you know the two probably the two biggest albums of the year i would probably say right
1: yeah pretty much everybody's been waiting for them joints they're definitely the two most talked about albums that i can think about that came out recently and we i think we all have varying varying thoughts on on both projects probably um y'all typically know our listeners y'all typically know how i am with drake which is i really don't fuck with drake unless that nigga's (laughs) rapping (laughs) i don't want to hear that nigga sing
2: uh, it's funny right because before before we came in right i was telling him i was like yo my uh my co-host is kind of like you know more more old head type of dude where where he likes to rap like he, he hates to, he hates when rappers be singing when they can't you gonna sing. stop
1: calling me old though
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey i already called you all like three times and i ain't gonna lie i ain't gonna lie fair enough i got you
1: but um but yeah no I, i'm definitely very old school um i stay like i get drunk i don't want to hear this shit the rah-rah shit that's out right now i'm going back and i'm listening to biggie and junior mafia and dmx and all that other shit so yes i understand that i'm old and i I'm in my old ship Don't be keep calling me
2: old. <laughs> I got so
3: you. I got you. So do you telling me you do like no Drake singing none of his songs when he not really. Not I at mean, all. some
1: of them are cool. Like especially if he's like featured on something. So like when he's singing on that shit with like Rihanna and shit like that, I don't really care about that little pop song, whatever, whatever. But when he's on like an actual song where like this is supposed to be a rap song and this You're nigga's on there singing, it. I know. First of all, and I I know y'all have heard me say it and y'all are tired of hearing me say it at this point. Drake can't sing drake can carry a tune but he can only carry it so far he is mm-hmm. not somebody out here who is supposed to be trying to do vocal exercises and shit and that's what that nigga be trying to do he be trying to do runs and all type of cute little shit mm-hmm. like no nigga that is not in your capabilities calm the fuck down
2: <laughs> and shout out shout out to my man leo that both of these niggas know who once said that drake was a better singer than childish gambino i'm never gonna let wild you let that shit. shit down nigga i'm never nigga the day yeah, you get married i'd have fought somebody over that yeah <laughs> no we, we borderline did that because him and another girl who was also like a really big Drake fan was like agreeing and I was like nigga what? <laughs> Childish Gambino has a whole album of him actually singing out and it's like a pretty but well but give him credit
3: though he, he he don't say that no more he, he knows that he fucked no, up no yeah no
2: that's true but yeah. that's just one of them things that you just hold over niggas heads yeah, cause now, now it's just revisionist history for him Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like halfway in halfway out like I'm also one of those people like I really like when Drake raps mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I think he's actually very talented in that yeah. regard mm-hmm. But as for, like, the singing aspect, I like when he do stuff like Marvin's Room, like that type of vocals. Okay. I hate the, like, lazy kind of... Uh, nah, 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 nah. I don't really like all that. It's kind of boring to me. But a lot of that
1: is what he does on the regular when he sings.
2: And that's why I get bored of it real yeah, quick. Yeah, that's fair. There's a lot, whole lot of skip in this motherfucker. See, now, obviously, like, you know, f- for his audience knows, uh, Cooper, you fuck with a lot of old-school R&B and shit like that. Oh, so, yeah, I'm heavy so, on R&B. Now, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be real. I like R&B, right, but it's not something that I really, like, dive into and know like the ins and outs of you know much less you know older r&b but i feel like for people like me or for other people who like again don't dive into r&b as as deep i feel like drake can kind of satisfy that that kind of like you know surface level r&b that most people would probably like because now r&b is kind of like a i don't want to say dying genre no it is it is okay (laughs) dying genre there's
1: very few pure r&b artists out right now and even ones that are considered r&b artists like chris brown and what is that chick's name you know who's saying they eat the booty like groceries i can never oh, remember janae, I- janae Iko. Iko. yeah janae Iko can sing but she don't like sing sing like she sing, but she kind of like sing rap you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. where it's like everything she says shit really fast like no one actually
2: is out here like demonstrating their vocal abilities for real force. even yeah. even bryson tiller a couple years ago when he came out like i thought he was about to like be the next like big big thing and he was kind of big but i feel like he kind of die died the truth. down
1: i mean i consider anderson pack more of a rapper in the respect but that nigga can sing and yeah, he's got yeah. a lot of like actual like it's not quite r&b music but like he's got a lot of shit that he sings on that actually sounds pretty good yeah like you... bruno mars is definitely a motherfucker who can sing but he's not an r&b singer he's a pop
3: star yeah that's what fair. do y'all attribute that to the whole like the people who are quote-unquote singing now they not really singers like what the fuck happened to Well,
1: it's like a lot of the rappers who ain't really rapping. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like the r- people who are considered rappers these days are basically the motherfuckers who be singing on autotune and be, they have <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That type of shit like. That shit probably drives you crazy. And I mean, they have like a whole new category. <laughs> I figured out this past year at the Grammys where it's called like melodic rap. Oh,
4: yeah, like they yeah, don't yeah. really
1: have R and B categories anymore because they used to have like best R and B hip hop collaboration. Now it's the you know what melodic it is? rap because yeah,
2: yeah. melodic rap essentially took fucking R and B and I know you're gonna you're gonna hate this but it took R and B's place essentially yeah. because it did. When, what most people, especially the uh, the rap um like rap fans, they're gonna fucking like if they hear that shit and they get the same thing that they would normally get from R and B out of melodic rap. They're probably just gonna listen to melodic rap.
1: But the thing is, is that you don't get the same thing. Yeah, Yeah. you get a nigga who sounds like he's singing and shit. But you don't have somebody out there who's really blowing down like you. Like I say again, like Miguel is probably one of the best current singers that's out right now. That's younger. You know what I'm saying? But there's really not that many out there trying to get in that category. They're either trying to hit the pop star status. Or they're trying to do this. If they're R and B singer, they're trying to do the, like the fast, like almost like they're rapping, like but in a more of like an actual melodic way. Yeah. Or you got the niggas who rap in a melodic way. Yeah. So I mean, there's really not a, a place for R and B in this joint.
0: Oh. It's like basically underground at this point. Yeah, Yeah. because essentially like R&B kind of turned into what I think the category they first did was like urban contemporary. Mm -hmm. So you saw a lot of and what happened was you saw a lot of like the popular who was supposed to be like the R&B dudes like Neo, like Usher and everything. They're making that music when it got like really pop. And it's like Justin Bieber was holding us down with journals and that was like it for that time. But like now it's like it's very heavily influenced by hip hop mm-hmm. and you can like tell and there's people like you said they're vocalists that can actually sing and they kind of just doing like you know the half sing half rap type thing because it's in you know what i'm saying that's what's selling records
2: i didn't even think about that but you're right dog. i feel like there was a time when artists like neo and like even usher like you said it was kept, killing it yeah they was definitely killing it and, and i feel like they were kind of like you said like doing more like kind of like more upbeat type of shit because it was kind of what was popping and, and, and i guess that was their way of holding on or, or, or like surviving because maybe R&B wasn't as popular as it was in the 90s. Yeah, you, I feel like you did after a while. A lot of the
1: R&B singers had to have more of that upbeat pop shit. I mean, like you said, Usher, a great example of shit. Even Beyonce, she stopped really just blowing, blowing, and it was more about pop shit. So. Could,
0: could you still have like, there's like uh, there's like artists like Givion, um, was it Gallant? Like oh, yeah. he, like he's an amazing vocalist um, That are still like You know Up and coming But it's not like The mainstream yeah. You know uh-huh. They're not gonna have The same type of Mainstream success um, It's unfortunate Because I like <coughs> R&B too You know no, nah, for sure
3: I was gonna say If I was like a huge Fan of R&B i will be, like, mad as shit that... this nigga right here. Yeah, that this, quote-unquote, R&B that you get nowadays is, like, this watered-down shit compared to Cause, what you used to get back in the day. Yeah, because yeah. had, we had
0: the soul-type thing, the Raheem Divine, the music uh-huh. soul child. Like, yeah. that was... A period like that mid early 2000s like you know what I'm saying? Like that was a great time. But I
1: mean I grew up even on the older shit, and that's why I like it when this nigga hears like old, old shit. Cause it's like you really learn a lesson in hip hop because you find out how much old RB was sampled into like well, 90s yeah, hip hop. Sure. And yeah. now that shit is being sampled into the shit that's going on today. So it's just like I might like, I remember listening to hip-hop when I was in middle school, right? When I really started getting into it. And my mom would be mad as shit I want to hear this shit They just using my music And fucking it all up. blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> First time I heard Drake use Aaliyah oh, Like an man. Aaliyah sample I said the same fucking thing And I was like Wait a minute <laughs> like, I remember I, this I'm sounding old as shit right now Hell yeah, Hell yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: But I mean It's just the thing It's like At some point The shit is gonna come around and mm-hmm. the shit that was sampled for us, which is literally the original samples yeah. are now being resampled by other people yeah. and even even the fucking shit in like the, the mid to late 2000s, like the girl that did the Gucci Man sample, I don't remember who she is, but she, she did a song with Gucci Man on a sample of his shit and I was just
2: like, but see, I feel like that's because even I feel like Spanish music really is guilty of that where they'll, they'll take a song that was popping like not that long ago. And then they'll just do some kind of remix of it. And then now it's like super popping because people are already familiar to the melody. So it's kind of, to me, it's lazy as fuck. I feel like y'all are
1: coming closer to the current age. Because I remember when y'all was making fucking bachata and reggaeton remixes of fucking sweet dreams by the Eurythmics. Oh, I've never
2: heard that. That's crazy. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. That's Bro, wild.
1: I remember that was popping for a minute. Like, there was a couple like 80s songs that y'all went ham with for a while when I was still in the club scene. That's and I funny. was just like, they really did
2: that. Okay. Nah, hey, I was loving it. Nah, nigga. And this nigga could tell you, like, I remember I used to hate when. Um, and i feel like they kind of changed it up a little bit but what spanish artists would do trap remixes of uh of songs that was already out like in english yeah to me it just like lacked creativity because the melody is pretty much the same exact thing which oh, i feel wow. like is a is like a critical part to writing a song and it, you're kind of just putting in your own words and i don't know it, i feel like it, it just takes more to actually write the melody and, and do everything like that but I feel like even even uh, English artists are kind of doing that now with with the remixes of shit that isn't even. Oh, yeah. Old.
1: Oh, yeah. That's very true. It's it's more egregious. I mean, it was kind of egregious back in the day when they sampled shit, but it's kind of even more egregious now. For sure. But let's let's actually let's go back towards where we were talking about. Yeah, fair We have managed to go 11 minutes and not talk <laughs> anything about this fucking, <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking
2: album. <laughs> hey, that's what we normally do. I ain't gonna
1: lie. <laughs> Mad tangents on this shit. Like, that's just how this shit rolls. But uh, so how do y'all want to approach this? Because we never really talked about how to actually approach talking about
3: these giants.
2: Yeah, Um, I guess we could just talk about, well, first of all, I guess we could just talk about which we like more okay. out of the two, and I guess what we thought of, like the the releasing of both albums, and did it live up to the, to the hype, and I guess this can kind of lead into the other topic that I want to talk about, because I feel like most people kind of forgot about Donda and CLB now like that quick that's what that's not granted numbers don't really say that because I think CLB is still number one in the charts I want to say but I feel like at least me and I think you were saying the same that you hadn't really listened to CL or CLBs for like a couple of weeks and so well when
0: it first came out I was like you know I was playing both like back and forth back and forth back and forth and the hardest thing about trying to like great albums initially for me is like they always change You know As time goes on You always feel a little bit different yeah. Something you might like And you're like uh. Like that's how I feel Way too sexy That song's kind of worn off really, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Like it was fun But like We was out the other night And they played at the bar I'm like oh, uh, yeah. I it, don't really care no more
2: Cause at this point dog It's become something that y- you know you you either kind of fuck with it or you're annoyed by it, i feel now because I, I
0: realized i didn't really know the words i just knew future's like chorus the part, part I was yeah. like, oh wait a minute i don't even know
2: because that was sampled from some old shit yeah but for me
0: and we talked about this before what the fuck? you know i felt like both albums were and now everybody's gonna agree with this i felt they were both kind of mid for different reasons like like with kanye's donda <laughs> From a creativity standpoint, I enjoyed it because you know Kanye with production is always creative. He's Mm -hmm. always going to do something. Yeah, Yeah. even how he sets up you know certain tracks with Mm -hmm. like bridges and choruses and stuff like that. But I like I'm one of those people that like Kanye rapping too. And this time around, it was like
1: it was a lot of Kanye singing on fucking auto tune
0: it was like the bars were just like because i like when he i thought when he first announced donda it was gonna be like real personal you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like i was gonna like you know like a real friends track (laughs) yeah like uh 30 hours Kanye track
2: i feel like and i think we've talked about this i think we, we both talked about this how um kanye now is a lot less focused when it comes to his writing yeah, than he's ever been in his whole career. That's true. Like, cause, and a perfect example is of uh, uh, Father hold my hands. I think. Oh, uh, Father stretch my hands. Father stretch my yeah, hands. Exactly. Where, where you have Kit Cudi singing "Beautiful Morning," and then the very next fucking line by Kanye is, "And if I fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole, like, like, and like I get
0: bleach on my t-shirt, yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm feel, gonna feel like, like, like an, an asshole. asshole. Yeah.
2: Like, like how do you write that to this beat?" And to and what? Hook. And to that hook, like that, <laughs> literally. Made you know no what sense. I mean? Like so. So I, I feel valid, like valid, valid point. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like Kanye's writing has been unfocused. Uh, in all honesty, right? Since my dark twisted fantasy, like I like Yeezus, but I, I do admit that the like the writing was really just all over the place. What the
3: fuck you think happened between uh, dark twisted fantasy?
2: Him and Consequence yeah. stop being cool. Uh,
0: no,
3: what, uh, I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I just think it's the the and i don't want to say like the quality of the rappers but it's just like how rap is right now like when he came out as a producer he was already a fire ass producer right mm-hmm. but then he we found out that he was actually a vicious ass rapper and he was writing his own shit. but look at the rappers that he was around at that time he had to be vicious to even try and That's stand true. out when you're on rockefeller records when y'all when they have some of the best rappers at the time mm-hmm. on that label you know what i'm saying yeah. and some of the best rappers at the time were still rapping
3: when he was out you know what so you're telling me the rappers now are not not as good as the rappers back then that he was around. I mean, I will say that all day. In the <laughs> no, I am <understand>. <laughs> joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs>
1: but um, joking. but yeah, like it's just, it's like in sports, like a lot of people <clears throat> who aren't like the superstar player, the motherfucker who's, you know, they're not the not everybody on the team is LeBron James, but most people are good enough that especially when they're playing with people who are better than them, they can play at a higher level. Correct. You know what I'm yeah. And I feel like that's, that's how point. Kanye was in the in the mid, early mid two thousands when he first came out. He was balling at that level with Kobe, Shaq. Yeah. So the nigga had you know to keep saying? up. He, yeah, he had to keep up. And yeah. it was like you know, it, was, it basically was like you got a record deal back in the day. You had to rap, motherfucker. You know what I'm oh. saying? Like you had to prove that you were there. Right now, he's already proved that he was there at one point. And the rapping is not as important, like lyrically, right now so he doesn't
3: have to as long as he comes out with
1: the vicious production which is what really is fueling
3: hip-hop right now right so it's like if we all agree that back then at least at least from like a lyric standpoint and a rapping standpoint the quality was better right it was it was a different uh a a whole different level yeah
0: because in mainstream you had to you had to be you had to be good at rapping correct and
3: now we don't have that same level of rapping that we did back then why is that like do you think that if Kanye was to drop music the way that he did 2005 6 7 8 would that shit still work with today's audience like why is it that we don't have that same level of quality when it comes to rapping because i mean this shit is working as far as like the numbers for the rappers that you got out right now well i mean like would that shit even work nowadays
2: i I think i think i think so just because i mean we see rappers like benny the butcher having success now and and i feel like if you have a level of charisma and, and, and like just fans following you people supporting you i feel like if it's good no matter if it's more today's sound or you know maybe like a, a older sound i think it'll still be successful i think people will still you know cuz cuz i feel like now more than ever there's a room for almost every subgenre in hip hop like more almost more than ever even like you know shit like industrial rap and shit like like you have bands like what like uh death grips i think is one of them so look at Tyler the Creator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See? Like these are—he
1: would have are, been completely underground in the early 2000s. That's true,
2: for sure. And now there's, nigga, you have room for Tyler Creator, for Rick Ross, obviously, you no know, Drake, Young Boy. Like it's just a, a a bunch of different subgenres that are able to kind of coexist now so i feel like that has a, a big role in that like
1: honestly i feel like when i first heard travis scott like i didn't like him like it was his first i don't know if it was an album or a mixtape or yeah, yeah like he travis looked like scott. a marionette doll on the cover yeah like travis i did not scott. like that album but like everything that he's released since
4: okay. i have liked <laughs> okay, okay but
1: also he's not a typical like he's, to me he's another like tyler the creator where he's not completely a mainstream style of rapping but he's it's become mainstream because of his popularity
0: yeah Rodeo to me was a trap masterpiece.
4: There you go, rodeo. But like to so yeah, what I you were right saying,
0: it. like because Kanye is Kanye who he is, he could do like the rap tactic stuff he used to do and still be very, very successful. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. you said, like we've seen guys like Freddie Gibbs, for instance. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's strictly, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he had an album nominated for a Grammy, it's him and Alchemist. Alchemist, a fucking that producer
1: was a fire album. Of, yeah. Al, you know yeah. what I'm saying?
0: But I think yeah. the main issue is rap has become now like more popular than it's ever been. So the audience has changed. Uh-huh. The, the main consumer is a casual, is a casual fan base. You know that, um, yeah. I remember we talked about this. Vince Staples had a good interview oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he talked to St. John and he asked him essentially, he was like, um, how do I get my music, you know, out there? Like I want more listeners. And St. John told him, he said, look, I like your music, but he's like, nobody want to hear that shit. He's like, most people like they live the nine to five, they do all this. They just want to hear something that's disposable real quick. They don't have to digest so that's why we get a lot of music that's easy to digest uh-huh. right now because it's just most people they're not even like really focused or paying
2: attention to it, and and I feel like people aren't holding like they're not retaining the music all that long. Like I feel like I feel like you could listen to a, a project mixtape for like two weeks and kind of fuck with it and completely forget about it like a couple months down the line, and, and I feel like that's. Something that was completely not the case maybe even five years ago.
1: Well, I mean, it's like it's like you always say, it's a fast food music <laughs> culture, what hip hop is now. Yeah. I mean the fact that What was it when Young Thug released his album? He released like four mixtapes, like in the like the few months before it released an album, and then like three or four other mixtapes right after the album came out. It's just you're putting out way too much music for people to really get. Again, when Future came out with that run of mixtapes, and you you started getting me into Future, Mm. I was like, all right, let me check out this jump. But it was like every other week, it was a fucking new project I had to listen to, and I was like, nah, I can't do that, cause and but on honestly i kind of blamed that on lil wayne back in the day not that his jones came out like monthly but he had so many mixtapes come out I, in between I, projects you know i think at one point that he did shit. right he did
2: he really did <laughs> he did like in 07 08 but them jones was fire yeah. and, but see,
1: the thing is is that mixtapes in the 90s were not like they are now mixtapes in the 90s was essentially like i don't know if you've ever heard like um like rhythm albums in like dance hall but like it'll be like one beat but like 30 different artists have written a fire ass song to it and it's 30 see. tracks on that same beat, but just different artists, different songs. (laughs) Like hip hop used to do that. And of course, like in in America, in in hip hop, it's the bike culture and nobody wants you to do that type of shit. But yeah, they were illegal. People used to, DJs got pop for it back in the day, but motherfuckers Mm -hmm. would literally just rap over other people's shit and was just like freestyling over other people's shit. Now mixtapes essentially are fresh albums and usually they're better than the albums that people come out with. Yeah. So it's just like, you've spent two years putting out 20 mixtapes you're about to put out your first album, but to me, in those 20 mixtapes, you could have had a fire ass first album. But you've got 20 mixtapes that are so so. And then you come out with an album where everybody was like, eh, we thought he was going to do better because his mixtapes were fire and blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, bruh, if you'd have like came out with like two mixtapes just to show your talent where you're at and then put out a fire ass album with all this content,
2: duh. Right. I feel like mixtapes. Like, in, in like, f- maybe even like in five years, uh, most people, the most, the audience for hip hop is not even gonna know what the fuck that is. Cause now everything is a project. It's a fucking playlist. Play- or EP. <laughs> a EP or, or a fucking. Uh, I mean,
1: EPs are cool when they're actually billed as an EP cause it'll usually be like, no more than five songs.
2: Yeah, but sometimes it'll be like a seven-track joint, and it'll be some kind of structure to it, and that's not really an EP. An uh-uh. like EP is kind of just a couple songs to throw out there,
1: like yeah, just to test the waters a little yep. bit before, <laughs> yeah, before you put now, out the
2: album. Now EPs be whole, like niggas prepare EPs.
3: Uh-huh. Like th- my my my
1: EP is coming out this week, blah blah. blah. It's my first project. Like no, nigga, yeah, an
3: EP. EPs not a project. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. but going back to Donda, like w- w- what was y'all? What was your thoughts on on on, yeah. on the album? <laughs>
0: impeccably mid look <laughs> I, I enjoy it like I said I enjoyed it uh, exactly. for what I enjoyed it for what it was like I said I think it's a creative piece Kanye will always be creative but like the features were a lot better than his like parts to me thank like, you like thank Fabio you. forens verse oh my goodness oh yeah he killed it also I didn't like the fact that he cut all the cursing out of it I'm like you should have just told the artist not to curse at all Like the just... funny thing
2: is that Kanye cursed on his part so what was a, <laughs> if you're writing and shit and you're have the intention to bleep out the curses why do you write a curse into your fucking song true that, that makes no sense yeah. i feel like i feel like a lot of kanye's existence is conflicted in a lot of ways you know what i mean like he's a walking paradox yeah yeah, yeah. You know I mean? and, and i feel like that might be what leads to a lot of his like like outbursts and shit like that because i feel like for one i feel like he's i don't know with the whole that's why he took it so personally that drake was insinuating that he fucked him because i feel like he wants to get rid of the idea that Kim was like, you know, this, you know, hoe, or whatever, back in the day, and he's—I don't know—I just feel like that really fucks with Kanye.
1: I'm saying you want to get rid of the idea that she's a hoe, but the whole reason she's famous is for being a hoe.
2: Yeah, fair, fair <laughs> enough. That's, that's like that's contradictory in itself right there. But 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 like I said, like he said, Kanye the, the walking paradox style. So but I then mean, I,
3: and I mean niggas fall in love and then making no sense. No niggas, sense at all. Niggas thought to be wild <laughs> out here.
0: But but sometimes I wonder if it's like. And this also goes with clb um sometimes do i set expectations too high you know what i'm saying yeah but then it's like with that the, kanye's album rollout was insane you know what i'm saying like it was oh it was extra as fuck. it was there were some dope parts like the live performances that he had where he was like showcasing everything there were certain songs that i don't even think ended up on the project at all yeah. um this man was sleeping in the uh, falcon stadium yeah i see. You Dog know, working know. out like <laughs> jay-z and they're watching him do push-ups well so. it was
2: crazy and i was i was kind of boosted about this but at the same time i didn't know how i felt about it when oh i think a night or a day after the locks versus dipset um versus he flew out the locks to record uh a verse for you know for the joint and I was like, nah, this shit ain't about to be out on the album. But he ended up actually putting it on the actual album. On the... Now, granted, it's like a 10-minute song. Yeah, it yeah. really is.
1: I mean, it's a great song. And everybody lyrically destroyed yeah. it. Because what's his name? Um, the nigga that don't want to oh, put out an album. Jay Electronica? There you go. My man oh, don't want to oh. put out an album for shit. <laughs> Love, said, Jay. I swear to God, his first album, Jay Z, was like, "Come on, nigga, we gonna do it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, not like that. Like you said, like there was a lot of phenomenal work on the album. I thought for Donda, but it was mostly by everyone else when it came to lyrically. Now there were one or two songs, and I don't remember their names for shit, where Kanye absolutely ripped it himself. Yeah, I, I and think so. I was so like, too. okay, but there was also <laughs> a couple of songs I felt like Kanye rapped the exact same on. Just it was a different beat, but he just had the exact same flow on mm-hmm. like two songs. Yeah, and I was like, this is not Kanye.
2: This is not that creative shit at all. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I I agree. I I feel like, well, I think we all know Pusha T probably wrote a lot of those vicious verses, most likely. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that, I think that's a pretty, it's a no. Because they were saying that um even the song that came out from all of this, which is when Drake um leaked the Andre 3000 Kanye song. Mm-hmm. Everybody was saying that most likely Pusha T wrote that joint i mean i don't know i don't know if that's a a proven thing already that that pushes right in all of kanye's vicious music now but i don't know i I do agree though i feel like most of the vicious verses definitely came from the uh from the the people on the uh the features but we were talking about this shit on the way up here how it kind of sucks that kanye removed a a couple of uh, people who were on the album and replaced it with himself and so so like 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 that's some wild shit some ll cool j shit dog imagine this like like you were saying in the car you send a song to an artist like yo do your thing on this joint they send it back and then you're like you take them off but you record their part with your fucking voice doing it now so you're kind of like yeah that's exactly what he that's did some wild shit oh yeah. i thought
1: you meant he just cut their shit off and made a new verse himself no. <laughs> this yeah. nigga took their words and wrapped Wow.
2: Now dude. granted a lot of times it's it's singing vocals. I don't but, care. Dude. But still, <laughs> it don't
3: matter. This is, is the first like time problem, that I man? hear of that when you told me we was uh in, in the car. And if that shit is true, imagine if you that artist that you sent your verse, and then next time you hear the song, wherever the fuck,
2: you hear this man Kanye. Nigga. singing your shit. you know what the worst part is you know the song uh, Keep My Spirit Alive yeah like I don't know who the what the girl's name is right but I think she did a really good job singing the hook on that joint right and that was one of my favorite joints just because I like her vocals on it right so then I would be listening to this shit and then one day I put the shit on, and Kanye is singing the fucking hooks on the vocal now instead of the girl. So that I'm like, God, you the-
0: you gotta be a nasty type dude to hear like somebody else's vocals on yeah, the, the album. Now
1: we know why Soldier Boy was so angry. No, yeah. I, yeah, no, I mean
0: that might be the case. That like, might be the case. They were supposed to work together, and I seen the text messages, and he's like, Yeah, yeah, keep working. And he was
3: excited and shit, and then he was mad as fuck. I was like,
0: mm-hmm. bro, you- How
3: would you feel if like in his next project he hits you up like, Yo, I'm gonna send you this beat, send it back with a verse. First. Fuck
2: you, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, bro, you wouldn't. Son, he's a nasty type. That's why dude. I'm gonna be honest with you, right? Even though I, I really fuck with Kanye as an artist, right? I, I totally get Drake taking whatever shots he's taking at fucking Kanye, just because. Imagine, because I think Drake has came out and said it that he, that Kanye and imagine, and we probably could imagine that. So regardless, but Kanye is uh, one of Drake's favorite uh, artists coming up. I feel like he he recognizes that he paved the way for artists like drake to be out here so i feel like he's he's been a fan and then when you get to the point where you get to work with him and potentially build with him he's fucking being a dickhead to you like that must kind of suck you know what i mean and it kind of must put you in a difficult position because you're like damn dog i can't look like a bitch to this nigga because my whole career is based off of me being a nigga and now it's kind of like i got a fucking shit on a nigga that I used to fuck with. You know That's why
0: their beef is hilarious. It's like co-worker beef to it's me. Not,
2: yeah, you're right. <laughs> and it's like the most like... That's really what it
1: is. It's like the most like... I don't want to say like underhanded or low-key because those are technically not the words I'm looking for. But it's just like some under-the-radar shot that they do that turns into some big dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like the whole kid shit. Like that, like... Like obviously this... Pusha would not have known if Kanye didn't know. You know what I'm saying? There's no way he would have known because him and Drake already have their own beef. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like... But now this nigga has the ammunition and Drake is like, only nigga I told was Kanye. And Kanye's like, I ain't telling nobody. Come on, nigga.
0: <laughs> At first I was like, maybe I was like, maybe Kanye's telling the truth. And then I seen him in that video, he said, I felt it in my spirit. I was
2: like, yeah. yeah, he lying, dog. <laughs> like, oh God.
4: No, I he wanted to give it, him the dog. benefit
2: of the doubt because I kind of <laughs> believe when when uh when I think it was Pusha T that said that um 40, he was like pillow talking with his girl. And his girl knew Pusha T, and that's how he found out some shit. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I honestly believe both the, could happen. Both could realistically happen. But I'm, I love Pusha T. I yeah. don't trust niggas with braids
0: like that that's in true. 2021. That's true. So, like, I'm going just... Grown-ass niggas with... <laughs> like, hey. that's
2: some real watch-your-back type shit. You know what I'm saying? If you got Platts as a grown-ass man, mm-hmm. dog... You were shisty. You, you do not care and you shisty as fuck. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact, so...
1: That shade on the whole culture, but that's okay. Nah,
2: I'm sorry for anyone who has plaits. I I Any even, grown
0: men who've got plaits.
2: I'm just saying, dog. Them dresses childish as fuck, man.
1: Well, what was your thoughts on Donna? Because we really haven't heard from you yet.
3: So,
2: to me, what
3: I enjoyed the most was definitely just the production. Like, I, I heard it. I listened to tracks, you know, whether I'm in my car, just doing shit around the house. But the time that I found myself enjoying the album the most, was when I was getting ready to go to bed So I'll be in my room You know what I'm saying Ready to go to sleep I'll throw that shit on with my headphones And then I'll, yeah, I'll find myself Kind of just getting lost With the instrumental The production uh-huh. So to me I mean like like We've been saying this whole time Lyric wise and shit like that I don't even expect A lot anymore from Kanye Given all, all the uh, His body work that we've gotten For his past few projects mm-hmm. But as far as the production I feel like the matches doesn't miss So as far as Donda my biggest thing was definitely the production structures. Um, so, I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. I didn't, you know, I didn't think it was all that. You know, it, it, it was cool. Uh-huh. I thought it was cool.
1: My but- other main thing was just the length of it. I, and the whole, like I said, the whole copy paste of the of the first half of the tracks with the second half mm-hmm. but with new artists on it. Like, I, I was just like, cool. Like, I could have just done the 10 minute song and just had it go all the way through one time. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't need to come back. Because at one point, like you, you can space out on music, and then when you when you come back into it, you're like, Oh shit, did this bitch start over again? No, it's on track nineteen. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: And it sounds just like track eleven because it is track eleven exactly. just with an extra fucking rest on it. So yeah, but like that length was
1: incredibly dumb. Like there's very few albums I can think of that are longer than fifteen tracks, and everything is good. And the mm-hmm. only one I can think of off the top of my head is Capital Punishment by Big Pun. And I think it has 21 tracks.
2: And yeah, it, no, it I, doesn't
1: feel like it's a 21. Like we did, we remember we did the review. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't did. feel like you're listening to 21 tracks.
2: No, that joint is fire. And so
1: Kanye, it feels like you're listening to all 27 of them tracks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's a
2: fact, though. I feel like most times when you have a super long ass album, Dog, there's at least like three or four songs that are just complete yeah. throwaways dog. what do
3: you consider an, ab- an album to be too long like after how many tracks do you All feel like oh, this shit way too long man?
2: so because we've been reviewing albums pretty frequently dog, i would say that nowadays because i feel like it's changed i feel like before because our attention span might have been a little better but i feel like nowadays dog, anything more than 10 tracks is too much
1: damn for real yes. i'd say i'd say 12 to 15 at an absolute maximum because ten, 10 to me is perfect. It can make a very well-rounded album. It's not going to be too long depending on how long you make each track, honestly. But yeah, once you start getting 15 and up, especially if not everything is hitting like that, it just becomes
2: a it becomes a chore
1: to now, try and listen to stuff, especially now, like when we do reviews. So. Now,
2: honestly, right, I feel like there are some artists who could probably still make a fucking 15 like I think Kendrick obviously, he could make oh, a, yeah. a 15 track album and it makes sense because Kendrick doesn't do throwaways on, on albums. And it's
3: just so much packed in. It's it. exactly
2: like there's a there's a purpose for each track. Exactly. But I feel like the majority of rappers now, majority of artists, there's a good chance for there to be a couple throwaways plugged in it just for the sake of getting more streams, uh-huh. or whatever the case may be. So.
1: And most of the most of these rappers anyway, like I like some of them. Like, I like a rapper, but I won't. It'll be sad because a twelve be track album, like maybe seven or eight really good songs on it. And it's just like, after a while you like I hate starting to even try listening to old shit like I said I had a problem going back to listen to Donda because I had already listened to it two or three times mm-hmm. and I knew what it sounded like but I wanted to get like you know just refresh my shit on it because I haven't listened to it in a while but it was like it took me a week to even start to play it and I didn't even start to play it till this morning so <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's just like I gotta listen to this shit god damn <laughs> and it's like it's like that with like Drake it's like I don't enjoy him singing and shit and that's what he was doing a lot on Certified yeah. Lover Boys. so like so again that- I was listening to that this morning too and I was just like mm-hmm. Ugh.
2: So yeah, let's let's, let's go back. into let's go into certified lover let's boy. We we'll talk a little bit about Donda now. Me personally, right? So for those of y'all that don't, I think I've said this on this podcast. My friends here definitely know that. But I was definitely a Drake hater in my in my younger time, right? Am I Memphis up? But um, definitely a Drake hater. But over time, I feel like I, I grew to appreciate. Well, I feel like he does well, and I think we both, we all agree here. Rapping, he does a pretty good job on it. I actually appreciate his singing as well, just because. I feel like to people and I don't know I don't remember if we talked about this when we were recording or not but I feel like most people for the casual listener I feel like they get enough R&B since it is a dying genre from niggas like Drake now I feel like that's kind of like the equivalent of your casual listener listening to like Drake for like dance hall sounding songs or whatever or, or Afrobeat sounding songs oh my heart <laughs> <laughs> no no but it's true though like like i feel like the casual listener probably won't go any further because they probably that.
1: never really heard
2: anything nah, that wasn't Afro it's too raw
1: if drake wasn't on
2: it it's too <laughs> raw for them like for them it'll be too much and, and i feel like there's always that artist and, and damn near every genre that like the mainstream can kind of connect with just because it's a extremely watered down version of it yeah i'm sure we could all think of different artists like that but uh i forgot what the fuck i was going with us. hey they go well, the weed kicking in. <laughs> Damn. Okay, but we were talking about uh, Certified Lover Boy. Yes. I feel like you got to start with the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cover.
1: How many of them was it? Like
2: ten? uh one. No, I 12, think it was something? definitely I think more. Twelve. I think it was. 12. It might have been more. It might have been like sixteen. And all the
1: rumors that came behind. Oh, Drake got twelve different bitches pregnant. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it I mean, was. He probably was does. 12.
1: We already know that nigga run raw. With
2: <laughs> now, now let me let me just say this right. So obviously, it's called Certified Lover Boy. We see a bunch of pregnant girl emojis on this. Like, I thought, at least personally, that it was going to be more, like, almost all, like, him being, like, certified lover boy. Like, you know, like, up about girls pretty much, Uh the majority of the album. And I feel like this just sounded like any other Drake album. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, like, like, there was no real. Like, I thought there was going to be more structure to it kind of, like, Kind of like how like Kendrick a con- might ask. Like a that. consistent theme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have two exactly.
1: albums I can go off of for Drake because I've only really listened to two of them. The mm-hmm. two we, we reviewed. Oh, it's so, uh, Scorpion, and it's, uh, I think uh, if World you Life? read this now, oh, if, if you're interested. reading this, it's too late. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a long time. It was like the yeah, yeah, first yeah, yeah. one yeah, yeah.
2: we ever did
1: for him. Yeah, yeah. So, like, but I've heard people say that this sounds like shit that Drake has done already and he's already done it better.
3: That's why when you said that you used to be a Drake hater, but you're not anymore. It's kind of crazy to me because to me, Drake's music when he first came out was way better and it was different than the shit he's been dropping, but his past like three, four projects. Because I feel like CLB, it sounds pretty similar to a lot of the shit that we've already mm-hmm. heard from Drake. But when he first came out with the mixtapes and Take Care, that shit was fresh, it was new, it was different. And I know he was doing a lot of singing in Take Care, but, but that shit was hitting, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's his best project. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that you was hating on a man back then, but not anymore. But see, honestly,
1: when I first my fault, but when ahead. I first started hating on him is because I had seen the and I'd seen him be little wheelchair Jimmy, so I ain't had I ain't want nothing to do with it. I was nah. like, this nigga been on t- nah, I can't I can't. This nigga is not hard at all. He's Canadian. He's he's a soap opera star. Like I that's what started it
2: for me. Then
1: when he started actually singing, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and check out.
2: Nah, you know what it was though. I feel like when I was, I guess at that point in my life, I was just kind of like going against like shit just to go, just for the sake of going against it because everybody else fuck with it. So I I feel like that was more so what my stance was based on more than anything really. Uh, I kind of probably even actually fuck with the music too, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. I guess when I just getting old, I kind of just let go of that shit, but I do feel that, um, I I do agree with you, I feel like his music has gotten more kind of, like, just stale, or kind of, like, just watered, or just kind of, just, I guess, repetitive, I I guess. mean,
1: it's the same as any other big pop star, who has, like, been in the business for a while, and everyone loves them, and no matter what they do, they can drop something, and they're just gonna be loved, because everyone loves them. I mean, it's, like, the Beyonce effect, the Madonna effect, the Janet Jackson effect, like, They've, they've all come out with trash music. Like, let's not let's not get it twisted. They've mm-hmm. all come out with trash music and motherfuckers will still be like, oh my God! Da, da,
4: da. Yeah. So, like, it's it's just that
1: effect, like that superstar effect. At this point, he could put out probably his him farting on a track, like, quite literally, and mm-hmm. bitches would and be like, oh himself. my God! Yeah, so... Yeah.
3: I just feel like Drake has hit kind of, like, creative wall where uh, everything is just... Like, I don't see him taking that next step. Like, for example, if we talk about Kendrick... Kendrick, if you look at his albums, they all sound different. They all uh different themes, mm. different flows, different sounds. Everything is different. So it's like neck, when, he, when he comes out with his next album, I, I, I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. From what we've seen, I would bet that it's going to be fire. But as far as where he's going to go with it, I have no idea where he's going to go with it. But I feel like with Drake, next time he announces his next album... I feel like I know what I'ma get. Cause yeah. he's been giving me the same shit for the past three, four albums. Yep. no growth. It's, really. de- it's
0: definitely the duality. Cause like my, like I like Drake. My, my peak for me was nothing was the same. Right. I love that CD. Like mm-hmm. I, I still play that like religiously but um it's like you say i think drake is incredibly talented we all know that he can write he can sing Mm. i just don't ever think he was really that creative i think that was more so like 40 and like boy one like all the people he was Mm, working with in the ovo sweatshop like they like the creative pieces because there's a lot of shit he does bite he's got a lot of hold in toronto that people are not aware of like you have to he's i don't want to say he's like a gatekeeper in a sense. But whatever's popping there, he knows what's popping. He knows the sound.
1: He's probably the biggest star in Toronto. Exactly.
0: But like my issue with like Drake's music, I feel like and I could be a hater saying this, I feel like it's not honest anymore. And that's what it's like kind of missing because take care, nothing was the same, you know. Um, even so far gone, like those types of projects, it felt very he felt vulnerable. I know it was against the grain at the time, but it felt like honest, like, yeah, this Mm -hmm. is the type of person I am. Even when you watch interviews early, I was seeing one where he was like talking to Wayne Wayne was like don't change like you know keep smiling be you like don't do like what essentially what he's doing now like I feel like this is very he had that rap radar interview and it felt like all these <laughs> questions he's getting answers to he already had the answers written down he's just like acting now
2: yeah it really didn't feel like a genuine conversation that he was having like it kind of did feel like he was living up to but but again he's kind of grown into a position where he's like the man I guess if yeah. you want to say in, in the rap game and I feel like you know i guess that kind of determines the person or whatever if you kind of stay who you are and still able to maintain your position or do you kind of have to pick up this you know i guess bravado of being you know whatever I,
0: ironically i feel like his music took a downhill for the worst after he won that beef with meek mill like yeah. that's when thing because if you're reading this is so late i like that you know even though there's an asterisk next to it because of you know Quint, oh, the yeah, whole quentin miller, miller yeah, thing you yeah. know what i'm saying but like after that views yeah kind of mid, more life uh, you know and it's like you said before i remember you were like there's a whole bunch of random tracks between that scorpion you know those projects even this that you could just like throw out there mm-hmm. just listen to and i can't pinpoint which yeah. album that's supposed Correct. to be on
2: it's, exactly, and, exactly. And, and, that's and, what and it is i think me and you I, I i first actually got that idea from from carlos when we was talking about j cole cuz we feel like a lot of j cole's music is like that too where like yeah you know he makes some good music but like you could you could literally aside from like the singles pick a bunch of different songs from j cole and tell somebody to pick what album this is from and niggas would not know what fuck the album it's from
1: <laughs> hey if you're a real j cole fan you know that all the fast shit came from the first two <laughs> albums you <said> what?
2: <laughs> all the fast shit came from the first oh, two yeah, albums fair enough fair enough
4: it
1: was at board center and cold world so yeah because yeah. everything else after that was essentially like really
2: slow, like all yeah, the albums. Yeah, but really even slow. then, even then, like the last two, three albums, I feel like. Oh, like the oh, last, yeah, you could not tell them joints apart at all. Except for maybe the last one, I feel like I, I fucked with that. Nah, literally, like
0: Forest Hill Drive and For Your Eyes oh, yeah. Only just feels like one long album. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, yeah. and it's like I like you know I I like Forest Hill Drive, For Your Eyes Only. You know, you know it's cool. There's there's tracks on it that I like because we all recognize J. Cole's talent. He's really good.
4: About KLD. Yeah,
0: that's. Oh
3: shit! I forgot about it too. Yeah.
0: I enjoyed it for what it was. I like that he I feel like he tried to like switch up right then and there, but it was just it didn't like stick. Yeah, I feel like
3: that shit don't
2: don't fit. I feel like Kendrick is, is different though.
0: Yeah. But it's like what you said. I think J. Cole's kinda like, even though most people wouldn't agree, I feel like he's in the same position as Drake. He's very popular. He's got uh, you know, a specific audience, they're always gonna show up, they're diehard fans, but his music's kinda hit a creative wall where it's like he can't eclipse it, like when it comes to sound, whereas Kendrick, like you said, every single album sounds vastly different, but it still sounds like a Kendrick song. Like, you know, when it comes on, I'm like, yeah, this is Kendrick's music. Yeah. And I think that has maybe do more so with production, him working with, like, a variety of, like, producers or whatever. But I think Kendrick's also just a really creative dude.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Shit, that Black Panther album.
0: That joint was fire. And, like, that- and the Untitled joint was, like, I was like that. that was his yeah. throwaways.
2: Yeah, his throwaway um, tracks. Yeah, But see, even, like, because I think when he his role on the black panther john i think he executively executively yeah, produced executive it producer. so he pretty much determined what song was gonna go where i'm what assuming who's gonna be on it and, and, and that just goes to show i feel like the level of artistry that kendrick has over pretty much everybody else in rap because i really do i really do feel like it's kendrick and then everybody else including j cole even though i think he's a vicious rapper but i, I just feel like the more obsessive artist to me is definitely kendrick now what? But- where would you compare
3: Kendrick to Kanye as far as that creativity? Because I feel like mm. I feel like that's a quality that Kanye has yeah, as well that sure. separates him from even a Drake.
2: Yeah, I agree. Damn, that's a good question. Does though.
1: Kendrick actually like
2: produce beats and stuff though?
3: Uh,
1: that I don't know i
3: don't think so i don't
1: think so i don't think so then i'd have to give the creative edge a little bit to kanye Kanye. in that fact because kanye can rap we've seen him do it and he can always craft a good beat even the songs that i don't like him on like even yeezus it has some ra beats but But he's like here's proven here's what
2: i will say about about that though is that i feel like everybody who's kind of really kept up with kanye would know that a lot of his production now is him uh what is it mike dean is it mike dean
0: yeah mike dean for mike sure dean, mike dean
2: uh yeah uh 88 keys i think is another one like he he works with like 15 producers and and and, and granted i'm sure kanye is like the overlooker of everything right but kanye used to be the sole producer yeah, but that's what i'm saying that like i feel like you can say that you know because he can he's shown it before in the past but nowadays i really do feel like he's just kind of like the supervisor of everything
0: Kind of like how like travis got fooled it everybody into thinking that he was like the sole producer because he Mike Dean works on a lot of Travis Scott stuff I didn't
2: even know see yeah I mean yeah. I kind of figured that Mike Dean because I think he's the head he's like Mike Dean is the head dude of that sound of the little kind of like uh the dark ominous uh-huh. like keyboard structure and okay. then like the beat
0: switches halfway through like that's a Mike Dean yeah. like I tell people like go listen to Mike Dean's individual tracks where he's producing like then you'll see like okay that's where that sound comes from yeah
2: yeah and, and like the whole little echoey kind of vocal whatever a joint yeah all that shit comes from that and and i feel like that's kind of where travis scott got it and then kanye came and kind of got it from travis scott
0: that's why i always give kanye though i still give him like the creative edge over most artists because i feel like he always tried to push the landscape of like what hip-hop was you know supposed to sound like i guess you could say because even when you look at my beautiful dark twisted fantasies at that time which was like 2010 the structures of rap songs was typically like you know intro you know, it might be the chorus, but it's probably the verse first, and then chorus and the verse. And he's got like bridge, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like broken down, like right. like some type of orchestrated piece. Yeah, and that's why that album's fantastic to me.
2: Nah, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. But so I guess out of out of the two joints, though, I'm I'm assuming w- where do y'all stand on which one y'all like better? Because honestly, I, I I I feel I feel right. Just to get my opinion out there first, I feel like. The CLB joint, which, you know, I, I've seen them interview a bunch of, like, football players. They did this shit. I think, like, during training camp or some shit. Like, oh, which one do you like better? Because that was, like, it was in the, the end of August or beginning of September that all this shit was coming out. So, they were asking a bunch of, like, football players, oh, which one do you like better? Which one do you like better? Everybody said uh, certified level boy, right? Of course. But I feel like, obviously, you know, like, these are niggas that, like, you know, are what a fucking football player they're fucking millionaires Mm -hmm. and and i feel like it's a more they're not regular niggas well yeah that but also like not only that but also i I feel like um you're like the cob is less like you have less to digest than fucking dondo first of all obviously dondo's longer Mm -hmm. but i feel like it's more of like a you kind of got to sit down and kind of like appreciate it or whatever it's not something you would put on Right before a game, or like you know something like that. So I feel like most people, the most the uh, most listeners are probably gonna be like, oh, certified lover boy, because it's it's easier to digest. The beat is probably gonna call your attention more than than a Donda beat, even though a Donda beat might be better better done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of
3: so. But which one did, did you did you enjoy? I
2: like I like Donda better, maybe because I'm I'm a Kanye fan more so than a Drake fan. Uh, but also for for every reason that you said that i feel like the drake album was a real repetitive sounding type of joint i feel like he's done a lot of what he's done on his joint but better i feel like there was a lot of songs where even just like kanye that he was outperformed on the features like the uh the dirk joint the joint he had with oh, yeah. dirk i think
0: in the I, bible yeah
2: yeah i think his part of the song was fucking whack to be yeah. honest with you, i think it was whack like I think completely whack who uh
0: drake yeah i like dirk's that was like the saving grace for me on that song
2: yeah even and even even in songs when I liked uh Drake's part like the um what's the joint called with, uh with Travis Scott uh Fair Trade Fair Trade I like Drake's part but I feel like Travis Scott first of all it sounded like a Travis Scott song to me but I feel like Travis Scott did a way better job on that joint
0: well it was the trade-off for sicko mode he was like all right yeah, you, yeah. Had, you had you did me on this one <laughs> I got out to you yeah this.
2: no hey that's a that's, that a, makes that's sense.
3: a fair point for me I feel like Overall I feel like both albums were okay. As far as like which one I enjoy more, I feel like it just depends where I'm at or what I'm For doing. Because I feel like overall I'm giving both of them the same grade. Like they, they I you know, I don't I don't think either 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 album is is, is is a great album. You know, I thought they were okay. So to me it really just depends on where I'm at, what I'm doing, as far as which one which one I like better. And I mean, yeah, like I've been saying it was Drake Predictable, but you still going to get some songs that hit. Last night, last night I went out with my, uh, with the family and we in the car, we driving and we put, put in, uh, uh what's this shit called? Uh, but he's like, you niggas ain't akin to me. fat. fact, Oh, no so,
4: friends, so, no, no friends, friends in the industry. Yeah. Man. So it's like, it's
3: like, you know, we going out, we in the car, whatever. And it yep. was hitting, but at the end of the day, is, is it, is it going to do enough to, to carry the album? So I was like, no, like it's, it's, it, it was it was okay same thing with the with the it, kanye
2: joint yep mm-hmm. so it, i feel like it, it's shit that like and again drake is shit that i, I hate to put it as way, but i feel like he makes good background music like if you're like at a if you're like hanging out with friends and you hear some drake in the background and you're watching like a football game on the tv And yeah pre gaming or something you, you pre-gaming or or anything where you have to be doing something else essentially i feel like that's when drake's music shines the most <laughs> You can't really put that shit on. You can't. you gonna put... sit down and like listen to it. Like, <laughs> nah. that's what you're doing. Let me listen to it. <laughs> I feel like Donda's music, you can't put on at the pregame. <laughs> I feel like my man loving this. I'm trying not to die. Yo. Nah. I,
1: it's think, true I
0: mean,
3: think but think it's facts, though. It's that,
4: facts. That, it that, is what it is. is. That was a great one. It is what it like, is. is.
0: You could throw Drake on at a function, and no one's going to tell you to turn that shit off. Mm. Correct. But if, if somebody here guess who's going oh, the to jail, jail tonight, they're going to be like, what the fuck are you listening <laughs> to? You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, for sure. But That that's was, what was so perfect. Like, it, nah, it, 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 it,
1: that's really what made me laugh more <laughs> than anything else. It was perfectly, just a perfect description.
2: Dog, no, nah, it, I think that's the best way to describe it, dog, is you, know, you could be doing anything. You could literally be having another conversation not listening to it, but it just makes good background noise to to kind of fill in you know whatever so i I feel like like you said it depends where you're at it depends on what you're fucking about to do or doing at the moment but yeah i think that that's what what i would stick with
3: definitely Uh, definitely is that on me
2: yeah all right basically between
1: the two of them and i mean i i kind of think i was thinking about it while y'all was talking about it and i told you it's been like a couple of weeks since i've actually listened to either album until today and listening to them today I'd probably have to say I'd go Donda over CLB. And it has nothing to do with Drake singing and shit like that. It's just the fact that I remembered more of the Donda songs because of the beats. Not necessarily because of the mm-hmm. words. Except for the guess who's going to jail tonight. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going to lie. That's, that joint hits. <laughs> I like that stuff. <laughs> no, I do. Even and I don't like Kanye singing. But that joint hits, though. Um, but that tough. You, I just remembered more of the beats. And they made more sense to me plus lyrically sound with with the guest rappers or whatever not to say that drake's guest rappers were slight on their joints because they were good too i just preferred what was going down on with the guests on donda but at the same time i don't like all of donda i really don't yeah number one i don't need singing from kanye west y'all there's plenty of motherfuckers who can sing male and female hire somebody to throw a fucking chorus down for you please just do that for me Number 2, I don't need gospel music from Kanye West. I just don't. Kanye, I don't need church from you. That's not what I came to you for. I come to you for music. Most of the time it's ratchet music cuz that's what I grew up with you with. I don't need all of this. Like this is just not what I need. Then get, that's that's why I haven't listened to like this last couple of albums cuz they were gospel albums. I was yeah. like I don't I don't need that. I'm not going to like that. I don't typically listen to gospel music period unless I'm actually at church. I don't never go to church, so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um So yeah, I would definitely say I enjoyed as long as it is. I'd enjoyed Donda more simply because I felt like it stuck with me more. But that's more of like an attribution to like what y'all were saying where it's just like background music, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's that's all it turned really turns out to be, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But yeah, basically I thought Donda over CLB. Again, CLB was like it's like he said it's just kind of boring, very background. You can get lost in it real easy. Mm-hmm. Like I had a random thought when I was listening to it earlier and I missed three songs. Like <laughs> 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 I tried to figure out that random thought. I was like, "Oh shit, like that's how background it really is. So, yeah, definitely I would go down there.
3: What about you, Drew? I'm
0: I'm conflicted. I feel the same way. I don't really like Dr. Kanye Luther King. Um, <laughs> I liked it when he was on his bullshit. It's kind of it's difficult because first listen, first initial listen, I definitely enjoyed Certified Boy a lot more. And it was only because there were certain tracks like Champagne Poetry. Um, I like Knife Talk, even though I thought it was egregious, Project Pat should have had like a actual long verse. That That was kind of crazy to me, and they should have put Duke Deuce on it or something like that. Get some other Memphis people. The disrespect. The disrespect. But it's like I feel like moving forward. I think I'm probably gonna revisit Donda more often than I would certify Loverboy because, like we said, it's stuff I've already heard before. I really like that I Miss You two track with Kid Cudi though. Like that joint. I really like that song. But they're both kind of like. (laughs) depending on my mood, they're very in the same sphere of being like... Like you said, I think Seems they're both like okay. Like the yeah, they're like on the same page for different reasons. But if I had to choose one, like I said, moving forward, that I'd probably listen to more often, probably Donda. Not the whole thing. Um, yeah. Like you were saying, like it is a chore to listen to. I have not sat through and listened to it all in one play. I've always had to never, stop. Never, never. Take a break. More than
1: two, like two plays sometimes.
0: Because that, that album's longer than the Gandhi movie. Like So it's... <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, even though I've, we've, I've shit on this album like this entire time, but I probably listen to Donda. Like I, I'm probably gonna pick Donda. Like if Drake's album is like a six, Donda's like a six point two. For me, I can agree with that. I'll say
2: like a six point five. It's a, it's a .5 better because I do. I do like the fact. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. <laughs> maybe I'm just. I'm just uh, blind about the fact that the locks are on it. Like who would have thought the locks would have been on a Kanye West album in 2021? True. That's true. That was fucking insane. So y'all know me. I'm a lock and the fact he that he got J
1: Electronica to actually come out on Spitfire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate J Electronica. I kind of hate him too. I'm soon. sorry. I mean, I love J Electronica but he, I hate him at the same time.
0: No, he <laughs> he's vicious, but it's like I don't
2: have why do I have to keep waiting 10 years?
0: It's like it's like he's vicious but he refuses to like be vicious.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like come on, yeah. That's kind of what it is. That's really actually what it is because every time he puts out music for the most part it's great. It's fucking vicious. You and I feel the
3: same deal with uh, Andre.
1: No, Andre just said he's not uh he has not been
2: what is the word like inspired yeah he
1: hasn't been inspired to really write anything nigga sounded until inspired. this thing that was supposed to be on Donda he said that was like the first thing he he's been hey, like. I ain't gonna lie right? that
3: shit is crazy to fucking be taking that big of a break and come back and deliver that mm-hmm.
1: I ain't gonna just lie just to get it stripped away first of all that's disrespectful in itself
2: so I, I heard that I, th- I think what he said was that he was inspired by the whole Donda theming of the album about his mother and then i guess they,
1: they had in common or something
2: yeah and, and i guess he thought that kanye was gonna write about his mom which which first of all i would think that if you're gonna send a a song for an artist to do that you'll send your part along with that so that they not know what to base it, to on, it on i would man. think but i guess they didn't do that and then kanye either put out or recorded two different versions and then well, it
1: kanye's would... kind of actually known for that
2: because remember I don't think it was his second
1: album, College Dropout. He did a song with. Um, he did Drive Slow. Oh, with, with Paul, um, Wall. Paul Wall. And what Kanye was saying was completely
2: oh, different yeah, than yeah, what yeah. Paul Wall was saying. Yeah, you're
1: right, you're right. So, you're right. like, that happens on Kanye albums every now and then. But so. see,
2: I feel like, like, because if I remember correctly, it wasn't uh kanye doing like the metaphorical like drive slow like mm-hmm. Yo, chill out exactly and this nigga is talking
1: about literally driving the car no, the candy
2: paint shit but 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 <laughs> even if that is true right i feel like most times when you have like a really like kind of like a hood rapper or whatever and you have a more me- uh introspective rapper i feel like that usually happens where like the street rapper will kind of like his verse won't really have a whole lot to do with what with um with what the um you know the main artist was saying uh i don't I, know i feel like do you don't you feel like that sometimes happens on like some kendrick lamar songs like which one Yeah, and you can think, think of. Nah, nah. i might be tripping but i'm thinking about the mc8 verse in um mad city i want to say
1: i feel like most rappers at least <laughs> come close to the subject up. matter
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> would you say
3: i'm trying to remember the verse but I feel like that
0: formula kind of works. Like, even on Drive Slow, like you said, Kanye's being introspective. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Wall, because you know that's Paul Wall style, you know, yeah, Drive yeah, Slow, yeah. Candy Paint? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it worked because I'm like, that's what I'm expecting yeah, from Paul no, Wall. Yeah, no, you're right. You're I right. I guess it's but,
3: different with 3K because Kanye has the potential, the ability well, to also have that introspective verse. Yeah. Just like 3K, you know he was going to go that route. So I just feel like Kanye missed an opportunity right there. Well, it was a
0: nasty type nigga song because... You know, here's Andre pouring his heart out, talking about his mom and like real themes, and Kanye's yeah. subtweeting Drake.
2: Yeah. Even <laughs> though even though I will say I, I kinda I like I wish both songs would exist, but just separately. Cause I feel like Kanye did kind of go pretty hard at Drake to a certain extent, or at least harder than I feel like he had. So it kinda felt pretty good. But it just blew me that it was on, on that joint. I wish Kanye would have done something related to his mom on it.
0: He, he could have honestly just produced the song and just had Andre's verse as the entire song. Yeah. And he, been like instrumental. And that would have been perfect.
2: Yeah. Way better. Way better. Cause, and because I feel like ultimately what Kanye wants, but he doesn't really realize this because his ego's in his way, is to be a better fucking musician than Drake. And I feel like if he were to just have not... The irony of it, right, that, like, had he just made better music and not worried about getting at Drake, he probably would have beat Drake in the sense that this song is better than anything Drake put out on CLV, but now it's kind of tainted because he kind of got at Drake.
1: Why it's- does Wale and Kanye have the exact same problem?
4: Yeah. Like, we- they all, they like,
1: they know that they're good, but then they, like, find ways to sabotage the shit that they do or like it's like okay Kanye well I guess not exactly the same but Kanye great artist we all know this but he'll sabotage shit and make himself look dumb cuz of like the little dumb shit he'll do trying to get back at somebody.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But then you've got Wale, very good rapper, but like no it's like doesn't seem to know that he's actually famous <laughs> <laughs> or he's a great and, rapper and bitches about not being more popular than he is. And it's just like, nigga, like, you're fucking popular. People fucking love you. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? So it's just like, like, it's like both of y'all, y'all don't need to do this dumb shit. Like, y'all just focus on your shit, be
2: happy with the shit that comes to you, but they just have something think, in
1: them where they can't accept that. From do somebody. you yeah. think
2: that they have to kind of like, ironically enough, kind of like my football team, the Tennessee Titans? Do you think that they have to be the underdog or like hated in order to kind of build themselves up to make this kind of music? Like, cause. I feel like some people might have that, that they need some kind of adversity to overcome in order to actually be Yeah, good. but, I
1: mean, let's let's get it
2: straight. When you're a millionaire to a certain
1: level, there's not many adverse things that you have to get over. I mean, maybe. If,
2: I, think, I think at some maybe point. Maybe on a personal
1: yeah, level. Personal. I mean, personal, yeah. But, I mean, you would think if you're going to do personal music, it would be probably more lyrical, a little more story-driven,
4: you know, yeah. trying to evoke emotion and shit. That's I true. mean,
1: I feel like Kanye's trying to evoke evoke more emotion through the beats that he creates now yeah versus the lyrics that he actually says, for sure like look 100%. at roses roses was an awesome song where he was talking about like he had a family member in the hospital and everybody goes to the hospital everybody sends flowers and roses to their relatives but mm. we're the roses because we come to the, you know like that shit yeah vicious ass fucking song there's so much behind it great story told by everything great 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 he could have done some shit like that on this new album Yep. he got the beats for that type of shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's got the lyrical ability for that type of shit, but we didn't get that from Kanye. No. got a lot of auto-tune singing that really could have been, been done way better by uh, Christina Aguilera or fucking SZA or her or somebody else that can fucking actually sing. You know what I'm
3: saying? So you don't like these rappers singing?
0: No. <laughs> no. Hire <laughs> somebody good. who can sing.
1: That's why there used to be R&B and yeah. hip-hop. If you needed somebody to <laughs> <laughs> sing a hook and you couldn't carry the shit yourself... Hire a joke, even a, a fresh joke. You know they used to. The first song A. Marie did when she came out was a hook for LL Cool J. Come on, like that's how you supposed to do it. You know what I'm saying? And and Is that kind of
2: sing to sing the hook. That kind of makes sense because, like you said, you know, niggas wasn't gonna try to sing except for, you know early on they would they would just hire somebody else. But now with auto tune and all this shit, you pretty much just exclude
1: exactly. They and, and, can just think they can do everything. And again,
2: because most listeners are casual listeners. You're not going to really be tripping off of this nigga not hitting like the note correctly or whatever. Exactly.
1: And if, depending male or female, depending on whatever so- song it is that you can interchange Kanye singing with like a male or female vocalist, they can evoke so much more emotion and bring the song to
2: life that much more and just make it that much better. Yeah. So, like, that's I, I what agree with that. With girl.
1: Like, he replaced the
2: girl's vocals. Like, I guarantee the song was better with the girl. Singing oh, 100% it was way The Keep my spirit alive, John?
4: Yeah. 100% definitely.
2: way. There, bad, there was it, no. You there, got, got. there was way more, for like what he was saying. I feel like there was way more emotion in her voice because she can sing better. She can. But, it, but the thing
0: is, it's kind of like confusing because Kanye's done this before and it's been very successful, like with 808s and a heartbreak.
4: Mm-hmm, like, yeah,
0: his, yeah. like, he did the whole auto tune vocal singing and it, like, it was fantastic. I guess you could. Feel like the emotion in it in songs, yeah. You know what I'm saying. I I think
3: so. And even though my people sometimes, sometimes like, I understand what you're saying, but I feel like sometimes an artist can pull it off. Where you're not a singer, Uh but you're not necessarily rapping. Like, you know, I fucking love uh, the Spanish artist named Fuego. Uh, Fuego cannot sing, but when he's doing his shit, this shit hits and it sounds really good. Yeah. So I I I know what you're saying. I feel I feel what you're saying, but I feel like there is a lane for certain rappers to be doing this quote-unquote singing where i feel like it adds to, to 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 the song
1: i can see where you're coming from but not on everything correct that's yeah. my main focus like i don't have problems with motherfuckers singing hooks every now and then i mean there's rappers have been singing their own hooks since they came out when it's something sick simple that you can sing and it sounds good and you're not it doesn't sound like you're straining or trying too hard to do something I'll have no problem with that because that's your wheelhouse blah 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 but if you're like if you're singing if you got like a very emotional song and then you want to come out on the chorus and sing it with auto-tune to try and like make you sound better so that you can sing the words that you like just get that's somebody just gonna to take away from the song exactly just yeah. get somebody who can actually sing again they can amp that, that just, joint up to a whole nah, other level simply because of their talent
2: i just thought of um have y'all heard i think it's a ybn uh it's not Almighty J. What's the other dude? RBN. Namar. Namir.
0: Namir, yeah. He
2: put out a song. And oh, man. I think You know, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, my God. We're auto t- singing auto-tune on the. It, it, it <laughs>
0: Honestly, I've never seen somebody ruin their career so quick.
2: <laughs> no, and no bullshit. If it you did. look, If you look on YouTube, I think it has the most unlikes of any like, video. For a
0: ratio wow. I've ever seen in my life, like, it might and be shit, like 96%. Another thing that pisses
1: me off is motherfuckers who can sing that use auto-tune. Like, yeah. I'm mad at T-Pain forever now because i did not know that motherfucker could actually sing until he sang the fucking, uh the national anthem at a fucking basketball game oh, or some yeah, shit yeah. like that i was like this nigga got the audacity to fuck up nah, but I it's like
0: his version of auto-tune you can kind of hear it though like when even when they strip it away you're just like okay i can see if it's related but then you get niggas like but ron his brown was
1: never heavily auto that's true that's yeah. the thing because there is different levels of auto-tune and it's going to affect your voice More if you're not able to actually hit that pitch. If you can actually hit a pitch, yeah, it'll sound auto-tuned and and computer-generated, but it's not going to sound like I don't know, like most of these niggas.
2: No, you gotta gotta hear this joint. Like this. Well, I guess I don't know why I'm putting up to this joint, but this is that that song. Yes, this is the YBN the mere song.
3: nigga that don't sound like I recorded that in my basement <laughs> I
2: do though you sound like your 12 year old
3: brother recorded that joint in the
2: basement <laughs> nigga this joint has 4.4 million views 54,000 likes and 403,000 dislikes damn Yo, no. you
3: know the comments is funny as hell on that joint bro
2: this is why, why it's this very this is one important. of those sounded better in my head moments <laughs> He really decided, went... Decided he, on paper. he really went into the studio, sang this, did all the finishing touches, heard it over and over again, and thought it was good.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, yo, I've, I've thought that a couple times about a couple of niggas, though. that like, y'all really recorded this. I know y'all listened to it at least 10 times before y'all fucking put this shit out. You
1: had to at least have somebody else listen to it. That's Dude what I'm saying. You,
3: you know people in your team heard this shit before you put it no, out. Imagine
2: niggas just looking at each other like... Daw. Yeah no
3: That was
2: tight Yeah, and then, and, then, and then when a nigga turn around You just look at each other Like shit the What the fuck This
0: nigga doing <laughs> Now whoever produced That track Was strictly there To get paid Oh yeah, Nothing else <laughs> yeah. They're, they're not bro, friends
1: That's an Instagram meme For your ass Right there That's that <laughs> nigga That's just like
0: They're yeah. they yeah. not cool yeah. Yeah. yeah he looked at him, With thumbs up He's like, he ah. yeah. He's, like you sure? <laughs>
2: He's like You sure this is lit Yeah man Now it's, no, it's good no, you know, yeah. Alright now But we talked about The albums now yeah. Something that I wanted to to bring up too that we talked a little bit about uh yesterday. Oh, was that I feel like, you know, as I've said, I've I've already said this a couple times now, so I'm so I better not have to bring up your age again. But my co-host, yeah, he got some, he got some, he got a vendetta right. against you, nah, because you be going at young niggas too, dog. So I'm just, I gotta <laughs> okay, take my yeah. shots Y'all when be I can. Wilder, dog. I'm just an
3: old nigga out here
2: chilling. That's anything? a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> but listen, man. So you know, he, he I, I feel like he said it too before the show started that I used to be the person to get him hip to like a lot of like the newer you know quote unquote more hip, hip shit right and now we've been doing this podcast for a little while now I'm a little bit older now and I feel like I'm starting to feel kind of what cool uh, would be feeling and then I talked to my man Drew and he kind of that's felt that's another the same way of way. him
3: saying he's starting to feel old no, nah, that,
2: yeah. right. that might be Chris, right. Chris is
0: admitting now. This that is that the first right. time you heard it live and direct. He's nah, he's, he's an old head. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a
2: fact. It's you getting washed, to that bro. point. You now. Now, I just want to ask y'all: Like, do all feel like I can keep up with, like, and do you feel like? it Nope. Has, but yeah. do, <laughs> we have jobs. Like, I don't even try no more. We have lives. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you, wife, nah, yeah, yeah, you know what's funny? Responsibilities, bro. Yeah, you know nah. But it's funny because I was thinking about. It, I was like, what the fuck is it that makes it that like right now, like. I, I'm not, in, you know, inclined to sit down and listen to this album that I may or may not like, you know what I mean? Which is kind of why, like, why now, whenever I listen to music, it's kind of got to be some shit that I know is going to be some fire because if not, I'm going to just be like, dog, I just wasted You it. don't feel
3: motivated to, to, to listen to it. Like, no. to me, the best time for me to listen to music is when I'm in the car, when I'm driving, and even then, I find myself just listening to podcasts more than I do mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Same, same. So, I I'm not going to not gonna take that time you know, I get off of work, so I got to deal with the bullshit at work. Then I'm going to go home, do whatever I got to do at home. So it's like when I'm driving, that's like my time yeah. to like mm-hmm. unwind a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take those 30, 40 minutes when I'm driving <laughs> to NBA, put in boy. some <laughs> shit that's going to be straight garbage, potentially. Mm-hmm. No. So I'd rather either listen to some shit that I know yeah. I'm going to like, or some podcast or some shit like that.
1: And even if I can listen to music while I'm working, which is quite often in the last couple jobs I've had, I don't yeah. listen to new shit while I'm at work. I listen to my old go-tos especially yeah. if, if i have to work in an office i'm usually listening to like r&b or something more on the chill side because you don't really want to have
2: now now would you say that that happened i guess once you got older i guess that like you kind of were less inclined to listen to music because i think you brought that up yesterday too that you get less inclined to listen to new music yeah I, I actually
0: read a study on that where they're saying the older you get it's a lot harder for you to you know actually go out there I, and, and listen to music and there's other factors that go into it like i said we all got lives now we all got yeah. jobs and the time that we do have we don't really want it spent being wasted mm-hmm. by anything yeah, like we might to, potentially not so like.
3: Seventeen-year-old talking about X, Y, and Z. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah,
1: if I hear another motherfucker say that they that Biggie and Tupac are overrated, but they have mm-hmm. never heard any of their music, I'm going to literally yeah. fly to them and beat the <laughs> fuck out of them. You know? Yeah, because like for fact. me,
0: like typically, like during the work week, I'm not really unless it's like an artist that I know is about to drop. Like when Tyler the Creator drops his album, I was listening to that joint nonstop. You know, mm. um, but typically it's like Saturday, Sunday mornings. I wake up. And then i tap in i get on youtube and i just click recommended videos and go through like this hole to see like what's new what's all popping man.
2: i remember i used to be the type of person that midnight dog it, even if it wasn't the artist that i was really all that into i'm about to see it to join this fire da, 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 da. Nigga, now it'll be artists that I like that a couple days will pass and I still haven't listened a to the album. Weeks, nigga.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> nah, you ain't lying, dog. I still haven't listened to King's Disease too, and that joint has
3: been on my list, <laughs> nigga.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it also, we've been doing album reviews and all this other yeah. shit. Yeah. So yeah. I, I
3: time, and I feel yeah. like we all got our like go-to music, music that Damn, you've yeah. liked for five, ten years, and you're gonna continue to like for mm-hmm. another yep. decade or two. Yeah. That's why when we was talking about R and was like, man, that shit must suck. Like for for somebody who. Let's say you, you say you, you, you enjoy, uh, enjoy R&B, correct? Yep. So given that we're not getting that same type of R&B music that I know we was getting uh, back in the day, mm-hmm. it it, it kind of sucks. But then again, you already got all them classics that you love, that you yeah. know, man. True, true. If I'm, I'm home on a Friday night or whatever the fuck and I just want to chill, I got X, Y, and Z that I can listen to.
1: My God, let me tell you. When I went to my friend's, I was in my friend's wedding last weekend, Mm -hmm. and my boy came, and he was giving us haircuts before the wedding. Okay. And we was listening to music, and we had to go to another room so we could finish up. But while we was in that room, I just put on a playlist, and I was like, Spotify, I said, Aaliyah, playlist, go, right? Nigga, that shit hit all the 90s feels for real. I'm telling you, like, all the shit that I grew up with, Brian McKnight, Aaliyah. You was feeling good. Usher, getting Mariah. Getting oh, bro, we was in there chilling, <laughs> singing like our asses was dependent <laughs> on it. Like We was having a great time. It was vicious. And it's just like, I can't put on an R&B playlist like that right now and, like, enjoy it like that.
3: But the good thing about it is that you're never going to get tired of that.
1: Exactly. Like, so I can hear the these thing. songs a million and a half times, and I will mm-hmm. never be tired of them. But, again, it reminds me of my mom. Like I grew up listening to her R and B, you know, old Motown, Shy Lights, Temptations, you know, James Brown, all that shit, and she can listen to all that shit and has been listening to all that exactly. shit for like the last forty plus years, and, and will continue
2: to do so. Tire, exactly, and, never been tired of it, And so. it's funny because like me, like my dad is like the typical Spanish dad where he has like a DJ setup and everything, and obviously I'm I'm able to hear everything he puts on this shit. Yeah. And uh, nigga, for the longest time, this nigga would put on the same songs. <laughs> All the time, dawg. And I'll be like, this nigga has the internet. He can look up any other song. But then, the older I'm getting, I'm like, nigga, I I be doing the same shit now, dawg. I be playing the same fucking 30 30 or so songs over and over and over again, dawg. That shit be funny. I tell
1: you, me and my roommate, many, many times have sat here and got drunk playing Mm -hmm. music videos and shit on TV or shit on the speaker. And he's like, He's like, oh, don't let Trey play it. He's just going to go back to that same shit. I'm like, you goddamn right. (laughs) 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 Nah, for sure. You're going to hear
3: Donnell Jones and you around me. You're going to hear Biggie. You're going to hear DMX. You're going to hear all that old shit. Nah, for sure. Bro, you know some shit that I've realized? I feel like I'm pretty sure we've all experienced like our parents telling us, nah, that's not real music that you're listening to. This is real music, whatever we listened to back in the day. I feel like knowing that, I feel like it's on us as we get older. And this new generation starts taking over. And they listening to shit that we probably think is fucking garbage. Uh-huh. I feel like it's on us to like understand. All right, this shit sound garbage to me the same way that my shit sounded garbage to my parents. So I don't understand it. But I'm not gonna be out here bashing niggas yeah. just because I think what you listening to is trash. Yeah. It's
0: all what you grow up and what you like. You know, exactly, feel like it's, you it's what's popping to. whenever you. Cause like, up. like growing up, my dad was older. You know what I'm saying? He's a lot older, so we was only listening to like Motown, Funk, SOS Band. Yep. You know, James Brown, like all that type all that. of stuff. They he so he missed that whole generation of rap. Like he was already a grown-ass man when like rap was like really like popping oh, so he
3: really thought your shit was garbage
0: yeah because yeah bro he even he <laughs> thought biggie was garbage like you Oof. know because like that's what my older brother listened to so he thought that that was trash so he really thought when i was listening to nelly he was like what is this garbage <laughs> and i'm like you just don't understand Dad. country grammar uh, so see,
1: facts. I, my mom has come around on hip-hop she still don't like all the sampling shit because you know it's fucking up my music but um my dad was the one who really like actually like listened to more hip-hop and shit like that like more so like the radio he didn't necessarily have albums and shit but like my dad was actually more into like newer music than my mom not like that far into it but way better than my mom and plus my dad would still be going to concerts and shit. like i remember i was mad as fuck i wanted to go to this prince concert i was like 2007 or some shit like that it was an um what is that shit called now
2: in, arena, oh right? yeah, yeah. yeah I still call that bitch the MCI center that's how you know Nigga, I was I was on I'm on Verizon. I feel like I'm always called Verizon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yo, fuck But um, well,
1: the first concert I ever went to there was still called MCI Center. That's yeah. when I was 18, so yeah. <laughs> nah. yeah um, sure. but yeah, like my dad was the one that kept up with shit. And it used to surprise the fuck out of me that my dad would know songs that were current on. I was like, what you know about that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you know about this new nah, shit Nah, my dad is past that. He's way past that wave. Like I could play any No, but I do play some new stuff, and there's certain artists like where it don't annoy him. You know what I'm saying? Like Lupe, he goes. To listen to Lupe. yeah. My
1: mom is cool with Lupe yeah. and common, and shit like yeah, that, he's cool. He's
0: cool. Easy, what, he's what, even what cool if, cool
3: if you throw in some little baby or whatever. oh, hell no, <laughs> hell no.
0: See, my mom is different though, because like she like loved 50 Cent and like TI, which is the most random, yeah, random combinations too. growing up. Like, I'd be playing 50 Cent and she was jamming. I'm like, you're about murdering people, but whatever. We you know what I'm saying, we good with that. <laughs> I kill you. I ain't playing,
2: <laughs> <Mom>, calm down. <laughs> nah, you know what's funny about my parents is that like my parents used to have an issue with me listening to like rap in like, uh i don't know i guess just because they associated rap with like come becoming getting older and becoming you know like a wild teenager or whatever the fuck right and what's funny is that they would let me listen to um spanish like you know reggaeton music which if you really think about it isn't that much better if you really want to take that stance it's really not You know what I mean?
1: And they understand everything that they're saying. And and that's the
2: worst part. They understand everything that they're saying, but they're like, "Nah, you just can't be listening to that shit right there." And even worse than that, like I I started because of that, and I kind of, I feel like I look at it in a good way now. But I started listening to like other genres of music because I wasn't able to listen to rap. So I started listening to like alternative rock, and I feel like that's kind of not good either. If you really want to take that stance. Cause I feel like a lot of alternative rock is kind of like more a like a lot of suicide, yeah, bro, was, a lot of bro. Them, uh, or just or yeah. homicide, really. For that, I, honestly, you
1: know what? <laughs> I didn't realize this, but like, you ever listen to Korn? Yeah. A, bit, yeah, a lot of Korn's music is like about like uh the lead singer being like molested as a child and shit like that, and like all type of fucked up, shit. yeah. yeah. I didn't realize it because I only, I only with a few Korn songs, I wasn't like hard into them, but yeah, when I heard that, I was like, I listen.
0: That's all
4: different.
2: Nah, for real. <laughs> I was listening
0: to a lot of like death metal and like uh, Marilyn Manson and all that type stuff. And it was just like, that's why I throw, I'm the type of person, I throw music strictly in the entertainment category. I don't really even care about the subject yeah. material. Yeah. I listen to Freddie Gibbs talk about cocaine all day. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I'm Shit, sure I've been to listening
1: that. to the to the locks talk about cocaine for a couple decades. Yeah. Man. You know what <laughs> I'm saying?
0: I'm, t- I'm not about to go outside and be no coke dealer. That, I'm that's not built for that type of life. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's why I feel like the whole argument that, like, I, no, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it has some effect if accompanied with other different variables with it you know like if if it could actually affect somebody to go do something but I don't I don't think like cause I've always said this right I feel like 3-6 Mafia is armed arm robbery music cause like <laughs> like if you're gonna go rob a bank that's what you listen listening to that's what I'm listening to however that being said listening to that doesn't make me want to go rob a bank you know what I mean I'll give you this perspective right
1: the shit that we grew up with it, it might have actually been more violent than what a lot of these niggas talk about because a lot of it was just I mean I'm not saying that the niggas now are not explicitly violent in the shit that they talk about but like that shit was new and shocking and we were way younger at that point you know what I'm saying mm. so but we also didn't grow up in a culture of social media where everyone is trying to do the most to get likes or trying to be the most or trying to be seen or trying to be popular and shit like that mm-hmm. so it's like we kind of grew up knowing that yeah this shit that rah rah shit that shit is vicious but that's not my life yeah but I don't, i'm not gonna be out here walling <laughs> exactly like we already had like that that's true. that kind of thing but like when you have a bunch of niggas who everybody thinks that they can be a fucking social social instagram influencer or whatever you want to call them, motherfuckers now mm-hmm. everybody think they can be famous on that shit. they're willing to like try and live these yeah. lifestyles because that's, that's what's popular and kind of i mean it, it's i mean i'm not gonna say that motherfuckers didn't try that shit when we were younger because i know niggas was out here Robbing people to fucking you know it's naughty by nature nine, yeah. and fucking Biggie and and Big Pun and shit like that because I was riding music too you know what I'm saying yeah listen to anything that the locks gave you back in the day Yo, I was fucking yeah. ride music too you know what I'm saying hell yeah. <laughs> but right now more people are in a, in the mind of actually trying to emulate their famous people <clears throat> so that they can maybe get on that status or whatever because it,
2: it almost didn't seem attainable back in the day yeah. like 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 becoming a rapper it was like what the fuck but now it's like Nigga, you're telling me all I got to do is make this video that I can honestly probably make with my phone nowadays cuz phones have almost as good cameras as fucking uh actual professional joints. And I don't know, it's just more like you said, it's more attainable, more more accessible. And I feel
3: like you can't even blame uh young kids growing up cuz about think no. about think about you, you know, you growing up and this is all you know. Like this is normal to you. Yeah. You fucking 5 year old and you already have a phone in your hands. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's at true. the end of the day, when they wilding out here, really, how much blame can you put on them? Because this is fucking normal to them. Yeah, you know But what at I'm the saying?
1: same time, some of this shit is common sense. Like, you should be... no, I don't know. I'm not trying to knock on anybody that's parent right now, but I mean, like, motherfuckers should know that this is not the type of shit that you really should engage in or that you're not going to get in trouble for engaging in this shit. Like, I take a prime example is the nigga who fucked up the subway trying to get a fucking contract with Meek Mill and Dream Chasers and shit. Oh, I heard about that. I was like, bro, like... And I, I heard about it And my first thought Was the same shit I heard Charlemagne talk about It was like Where's your music Like where's the bars Like man I heard you rap You over here destroying a subway Talking where's about I'm trying music? to get I don't even want the cloud chase I'm not about that shit But I'm just trying to get Trying by dream Chaser. Nigga rap something So that this nigga Would want to sign you Like <laughs> you You've the nigga, destroyed a Seven Eleven, But what the fuck Am I supposed on. to sign
0: He was working at Subway He put all the All meat. the meat on the, the toilet, toilet. Yeah, Oh yeah I see that the meat on the toilet
1: he's, he's going around Just throwing all the toppings Up in the How air How's that gonna get you signed
0: But the yeah, crazy thing is his ideology or his thought process to think that that would actually work is it's just like it shows you what type of generation we're in because before to be a rapper you literally had to prove it it's like oh you rap all right let me hear something There's spit none. something now it's like okay let me see how many instagram followers you got how many tw- like what's oh, your twitter following your rapping
3: skills back in the day needed to be up here it had to be top to tier, make it. To be now they could be down here and you if just you gotta got be, all this other shit going on you got a shot
0: you just gotta be marketable exactly. that's how like
3: have,
1: Six 69 works if you have any yeah, type sure. of following before mm-hmm. you get signed they were like you got a couple million people following you a couple thousand people following you You're like oh yeah we can bring that up boom next thing you know
4: put you in search you
1: into where you need to go and i'll give you another million what, followers like, it's, yeah. it's
0: like what did jay Cole say some niggas make millions other niggas make memes i'm yeah. like that's, that's, exactly,
2: that's exactly that's exactly what it fact. is that's a fact though. and i don't blame him because i'm trying to do the same thing.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish I had the time to make
2: memes. Shit. I feel like nowadays with with fucking on your phone, you could probably just do it in a product. Matter of fact, I know you could do it in like less than two minutes.
1: Dude, I used to make memes, but it's just like, if you want to make memes, like you have to like really be on it every day. And that's not just something, that's that's not something I focused on every day, especially not when I had a job (laughs) and other
2: responsibilities. It makes you wonder how like some niggas like do that kind of shit. and How they pull it off. Yeah. How do do you live a life and then, Post I mean, if you found a way to make
1: money on Instagram by posting memes, you ain't got nothing but time and opportunity. No, so. but what I'm
2: saying I feel like there's niggas who aren't making money on social media and then, you know, they're like they're doing that shit. And then, but what else are they doing? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's the, that's the main question. They, they can't be doing a whole lot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> is wild. All
4: right.
1: Well, I guess we can go ahead and kind of slim, slim, kind of slide towards the end of the episode yeah. here. I think we've, um, we've talked our way into so many tangents that we've definitely moved away from don to nclb sure. but we've definitely given our giving y'all what we thought about both of them mm-hmm. but you know before we slide out we like to try and give uh suggestions uh it can be anything music tv movies books whatever so did you guys have uh any suggestions you'd like to give to
0: the people out there anything you've
1: seen or read or yeah, i'm drawing a blank right
0: now definitely um I don't know if, how many UK rap listeners there are out there but you definitely gotta check out this one rapper uh, Slow Ty he's got two albums Nothing Great About Britain and Tyrone. Nothing Great About Britain That's yeah like um, um, he's um, he's like a different type cause you know UK rap has definitely changed especially with the emergence of the drill scene but he's kind of like he floats in between like that type like you'll have like a more traditional sounding like rap or um, he even does, like, a little grunge type of feel to mm. it. So, like, it's definitely a lot different than what most people, like, listen to. So, I recommend bad. that for sure.
3: Bad, bad, bad. Man, I'm drawing a blank, so I apologize. I don't have anything to suggest. But I will use my time to give a shout-out to my man, Alpha. He sold out the Madison uh, last night. Nah, put it, uh, Yeah, putting them bow on the map. Putting oh, Dominican shit. Republic on the hey, map. Hey, that's lit. So, shout-out to Alpha. Keep doing your thing, bro. Hey. Nah,
2: that's lit, right? Because I remember when um, I didn't even really know to differentiate uh, what reggaeton uh, and, reggaeton and I kind of just grouped them all together but then Alpha I feel like was the first nigga to go like mainstream known yeah, he, by he's
3: selling out stadiums yeah yeah, stadiums yeah. nigga like
2: you got rappers like saying that they like they know who El Alpha is and I feel like I don't know I just remember when this nigga was
3: but I don't know how real this is but he put up a pose on Instagram where on the caption he tagged Drake saying that he got some shit coming out with Drake Oh, no. So to think that this nigga oh, coming God. out of DR with we're we're Dominican Nemo, Drake again, and now you <laughs> over here doing features with <laughs> with Drake, it's, it's, it's wild.
4: Uh, uh, uh. Look. Drake gonna
1: come out with the mean tan, the fucking flower shirt. Get yeah, ready, Dominican to Drake. He gonna have the all
2: white pants. <laughs> all white the, pants. Oh, the <laughs> linens is a must. What you mean? Yeah, <laughs> with the with the red loafers, you gotta
3: believe it. <laughs> the red yep. loafers. Dominican Drake coming out soon. That's a fact.
1: It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> Dominican Drake
2: I'm trying to say you you got jeans, braids
1: um, Yes, I'm actually I was looking for the track list So I can remember all the albums But the John I'm going to suggest this week I'm going to actually slide it over to the R&B side And I'm going to go back With one of my favorite albums from high school Which was actually Never Say Never by Brandy It was her second album uh, she had um, Angel in Disguise was one of the biggest joints on there it's still a, it's still a bop to this day I can't fuck with it uh, I actually heard what made me go back and listen to this album a few days ago was the fact that on one of the playlists I was playing uh, the boy is mine came on with her and, and uh, Monica and that was that was a jam back in the day I don't care who you are that song hit that was another like that was a number one song for like two or three years almost mm. you know what I'm saying like that stayed on the charts forever forever so we um, got almost doesn't count top of the world with Mace, which is it was a goofy ass song when you think about it, but it still hits and it's very nostalgic <laughs> for me. But uh, yeah, if you ever get a chance, check out Never Say Never by Brandy. It's a classic.
2: Hey, before I give uh, my thing, you got a big ass phone, dog. Oh
1: yeah, I got the new fucking. what is it the the fold?
2: Oh, that's the little folding yeah. joint. It
1: turns into a little basic like a tablet, like a mini tablet and shit. That joint is massive. I love it because niggas can actually read the phone now. I
2: bet. I, feel old <laughs> I <saying> bet. That. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. So. I don't really have uh nothing music-wise to to talk about but I'm going to suggest y'all watch uh Halloween kills. I just watched that joint last week. Oh, I think good. The, the joint was all right. The joint was, all right. but let me just say this: because it's Halloween, I like to watch shit that kind of gets me in the Halloween mood and shit. Oh, yeah. And I feel like this genre was all right. It was. It was one of them. You know what I like about it, dog? It's an hour and thirty six minutes long. Perfect, nigga. Every movie nowadays is like two and a half hours long, and that shit is way too long for our attention span right now. That joint was like the equivalent of like a ten track album there. 11 track album yeah <laughs> nice look yeah, now granted it might be because I smoke too much weed uh, and, the, and my attention span is fucking to shit but I will say whatever the, for whatever reason it is I like an hour and 30 minute movie way much more than a fucking well it depends on the movie but yeah. nigga horror movies do not need to be two and a half hours
4: long <laughs> no, not, much not less
2: not. a Halloween movie so, so. any, any
1: holiday themed movie doesn't
0: need to be more than yeah, an hour yeah, and 30 minutes that's a fact <laughs> oh speaking of movies quick recommendation Dune it's long as hell, right? Bear with me. I know, I know. It's long as hell, but like I would recommend seeing that in the theaters versus like, cause it's it's on HBO Max as well, and it's still very enjoyable. But like the cinematography, oh my! It's like how, it's, how long is long? Huh? How long is long? You know, more than two hours. Oh.
1: See, I expected that though, cause I've seen I think most of like the original that. Dune, and that shit was oh. long. Oh, too. Cause like my 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 uh, my my dad and my aunt were huge into that shit.
2: I, I've never even heard of it until uh, yesterday when it's I it. It's
1: weird. That. All I remember is something about Spice and hey. the spice gives you like superpowers or some shit like that I don't know it's I'm, weird
0: I'm bro. really into like the sci-fi type stuff so uh, like sci-fi shit yeah, but you know, that
1: dude was weird Yeah, it was it's, weird it's, the first yeah. time around so I don't know if we'll catch it the second time but if it's on HBO Max I might watch it because I'm probably gonna watch I it watch, watch honestly I think I recommended the Justice League jump like the Zack Snyder jump oh yeah, oh, yeah. that time. jump was four hours long oh, you know I man,
2: cut that yo. into two views bro. Nigga, Ooh, nigga I'm watching that into like fours hours. I'm, least, I'm not gonna lie I sat through the whole thing like just one I was not about
1: to sit through four hours look the longest shit I ever sat through was when when the last Lord of the Rings movie came out oh man I'm we old. went to, we watched the first two back to back and then went to the theaters to watch the third one I said, I would never see more than two and a half hours worth of nigga, movie nigga that that's like band.
2: six hours worth of movie watching it yes
1: yes and Damn. I
2: I no longer have nigga you know what's tight nowadays you can just go on YouTube and watch like a 20 15 to 20 minute recap of a two hour movie like cause sometimes like with, with shows especially sometimes you forget what happened in the last season and then nowadays instead of rewatching the whole fucking joint, you could just put on Whoa. like a 10 to 15 yeah. minute recap. They got that
1: all for all type of shit.
2: Yeah, no, they do. They do. I so, remember
1: when I was working at the ice rink. I don't know where the conversation came up, but this lady was talking about she was going to go take her son to go see Endgame because it was like right before that came out. And she was like, "I ain't never seen none of these damn movies. I don't know nothing about it." And I know this is a whole bunch of movies. I said, "Look, just go on YouTube, say Marvel you recap mm-hmm. and they
2: will recap you twenty movies in ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna lie. So I didn't end up watch I didn't even end up watching Endgame because I've just I've just came to the conclusion I don't really like superhero movies that much. I know wait, shoot. wait, wait,
0: wait. You didn't watch Endgame? No. I I'm, I'm not saying that if somebody is like, Oh, I'm a super Marvel fan, but I'm a DC dude, you know what I'm saying?
2: Damn.
0: But I'm just surprised you haven't seen it.
2: No, nah, I haven't not this is gonna be even crazier. I've only seen the first Avengers movie. Like Wait a minute, like of all the Marvel films? You know what I'm going to do? Adventure I'm not even going
1: to make you watch the whole joke. I'm going to just make you watch the last 15 minutes of Endgame.
2: I think I know because of memes and everything. Oh, sure oh you yeah. you ain't seen it, so you got No, nah, yeah, fair. Twitter, Twitter
0: was definitely terrible those two weeks. Like, you had to go see the movie. Oh, yeah.
4: on point, yeah.
1: But, or, I mean, they kind of did the same shit with Infinity War,
0: too. Yeah. And the, and the fact that you had to
1: go watch Infinity War... And then it was just like we left on a huge cliffhanger And then it was just a year <laughs> And so that shit came out
2: Damn Yeah, I see Honestly, I don't know But that that I don't know It's just Nah, no, you're gonna watch funny. the fir- the last 15 minutes Because, please. dog Nigga <laughs> I, I'm from an era Where Spider-Man movie Was an hour and 35 minutes long Yeah right? Shit, the original X-Men movie Wasn't more long than that And and, and now Every single uh, super, uh, Superman movie Two hours and 15 minutes
1: We'll see I, I give it to you when it came to infinity war and Endgame, they kind of had to be because they were like the end like they were finishing out the, the literal 10-year saga of everything yeah fair. so i understand those two but like the avengers was i think two hours like age of ultron was less than two hours like and those are like then those are the only other two before endgame
2: nah well, fucking uh what's that joint called the dc joint um something squad suicide, suicide squad. Squad. the yeah. first joint the first joint I watched, that joint was long as fuck, dog. For no reason. Well, it,
0: it felt long because it wasn't good. That might be yeah. it. That might be because, because the second one's kind of long too, but it's, it's way better. It's way better. It's way better. But then again, the nigga that did the
1: Guardians of the Galaxy did the second Suicide Squad. Movie, ah, okay. So. Mm. And he—I don't know how he did it—but he took some obscure fucking characters and made them some of the most popular characters in the Marvel universe.
2: Now they are popular
1: in the comic books. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, (laughs) nigga.
2: I had never even heard of of any of them niggas. I'd
1: heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I didn't know who was on the team. Mm. And I had seen like just because of different books, like I had seen Gamora before, and I had seen Rocket and Groot but i didn't have no idea really anything about star lord or I, I knew drax but in a different form like he's mm. changed forms over time but yeah,
0: like yeah i was never really a guardians dude and then like the movie came out and i was like oh snap and
1: honestly the soundtrack did did a heavy job yeah. on, like keeping a, getting a lot of people to like that
0: it was it was a, it was a good all-around film it was you know like because i've caught marvel fatigue at the mcu for sure <laughs> like um, oh yeah
1: I mean, shit, I'm a Marvel fan, and I've caught Marvel
2: yeah. fatigue, so. Did, I, did y'all watch the new joint? The... Shang-Chi? Yeah. I did. It yeah. was
1: actually really good, because I, I love martial arts movies. Always been about them. So I was excited to see what Marvel would do, and they did a pretty good job. Oh, man. Nice. That's, that's they changed they... up how the rings work, but, like, I like how they did it, because each ring in the comic book has a different power. Like, it's literally 10 different powers that you have, mm-hmm. and I was like, there there's no way that they could really do all of that, and it was going to be more too much like Infinity Stones. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, so. that makes
0: sense. Yeah. I understand why they changed it yeah, from a story perspective it didn't do anything like outstanding but, I mean, I guess it didn't really have to. Most of the origin stories are kind of similar in the first place. Yeah. But as a kung fu film, like, the action sequences, like, oh, my oh, God. And especially, like I said, in theaters, like, it was one of the best-looking Marvel films I had ever seen. The CGI was ridiculous. And it
1: was not reliant on the powers. It was more reliant on fighting versus mm, the actual That's
2: pretty
0: tight. Because, How- like, with the most American kung fu films, like, you know, or, you know, karate movies or whatever, like, the fight sequences, like, the choreography is, like, you could tell, like, all right, this looks too, like... Mm-hmm. But like this one, I'm like, oh man, this felt like watching like you know real fights at times. And it's like
1: you, this nigga did a lot of his own stunts. It looked like, yeah. I don't know, maybe the CGI is that good now, but it looked like seemingly did a
0: lot of his own shit. So yeah.
4: Facts. But
1: before we get way too off the, bat, yeah. <laughs> let's get up out of here because we'd we'll probably sit here and talk for like random bullshit for like another fifty minutes facts, and shit. Facts. But um. Before we go, you know, I always like to tell you guys, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best that you can.
2: At least make your mama proud, man. You goddamn right. All right. We out of here, y'all. We love you. Take it easy. Be safe. Shout out to my man, Los, and, and, and Drew for coming through. Thank y'all. Thank, y'all. thank y'all, y'all for coming through. Thank, thank you. Through. you, thank you, you. you know, hopefully thank we have, have y'all back sometime soon, for sure. For sure. For sure. But on that note, we out of here. Peace, y'all. Peace.
3: Peace.